0: Former MTV Jackass star, MTV star Johnny Knoxville movie. was spotted at Tooth and Nail Winery the day
1: before the that music movie. festival
0: yeah. that we went to. That would have been a lot cooler if he was there for that event.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah I, I I've, heard, heard. I, I've just been telling people I went
2: to. So we're going to link yeah. yeah. with this. What are we Uh,
1: I just tell people that I I went to uh, Tooth and Nail Winery to this music con and oh and Johnny Knoxville was there getting wine and then I don't really I leave off the part about yeah that's that's probably the
0: way to do it I wonder if Johnny Knoxville causes a ruckus when he goes to places, you know what I mean? Or is is that just all an act for
1: for television? I don't know. Have you seen the trailer for his new movie? No. Okay, so I I think it's based off of Action Park. Have you You heard heard about Action Park? Action Park? I heard Action Bronson. Okay, well, Action Bronson is actually, he got his name from this place called Action Park, which was somewhere in like Georgia or something. And it's this theme park that has the record for the most deaths like it was super dangerous The people there didn't give a fuck and they closed and reopened a bunch of times and it was just a savage place well this uh, this movie's called Action Something and I think it's based off of it but Johnny Knoxville owns like an amusement park and a bunch of new like name brand places start popping up next to him like like you know Six Flags or whatever, or just better amusement parks. Right. Places where people don't die. Yeah, steals all of his customers. Well, he just has a regular, no-dying amusement park, but it's kind of ghetto. So everybody leaves and goes to these good ones. So he starts this new thing at his park where there's no safety guidelines, and it's like it's like an all-out, like extreme amusement park. So you go there. The water slides are like pointed at each other so people come out and run into each other. And all the stunts that you see are real, like jackass style stunts. So it's like jackass, but in a full budget Hollywood movie. But then when it goes time for them to have a stuntman come in, Johnny Knoxville just sets himself on fire and throws himself off the roof and they film it. So it's like a hybrid. That sounds like something I'm trying to see. It actually looks pretty good. Yeah. It doesn't look bad. This week's
0: episode is brought to you by Johnny Knoxville's new film in theaters sometime soon.
1: Yeah, let me find the name of it.
0: Uh, how do you spell his name all? Like
1: weird, right? No, just like the town name. K-N-O-X-V-I-L-L-E. Johnny Knoxville new movie. That seems like that'll give me what I'm looking for. Action Point. That's what it's called. And it's based on Vernon, Vernon's Action Park. So I was right. Oh, Very interesting. Mm-hmm. So that is the sponsor for today's show. So Johnny Knoxville, uh, next time you come to town to get wine. You can just go ahead and settle up on the bill for that
0: Yeah, absolutely Um, If you see Johnny Knoxville out in the streets Or doing some sort of stunt uh, Be sure to tell him that Awesome Ty sent you Because otherwise I do not know how I will get paid I do not believe he knows that I'm doing this
1: Just walk up to him on the streets and say Awesome Ty sent me Yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. Hang on to your
0: ticket stub, and maybe show them your ticket stub um, for for the movie. Let them know that you supported the film, and let them know that I sent you. And hopefully, that's going to entail me to some sort of you know um, maybe maybe two points on the back end. Yeah, is that like a film term for like how they get paid? I think it is. Maybe yeah. Yeah, they got like points on the back end. Yeah,
1: that sounds good. So all we're looking is all we're looking for is some points on the back end. Johnny Knox. Johnny Knox, Mm -hmm. hit us up.
3: We run shit like the mayor, we run shit like the mayor, yeah. We run shit like the mayor,
0: we run shit like the mayor. Uh, when we step into your city, keep it grimy and greedy, the high road committee. Run shit like the mayor, party over here, what all over there? When we stop into your area, everywhere we are, no one can do it better now. Shit
1: like the governor. So this
0: is uh, this is Awesome Times running for mayor Yeah, it's the only podcast where a struggling musician with no background in politics or work history in government Runs for mayor of a small California town called Paso Robles Hi, I am 2018 Paso Robles, California mayoral candidate, Awesome Times, Cosme Joining me as always is my campaign manager, Michael J. Booyah Hello Just for shits and giggles, you want to let everybody
1: know what the J in your middle name stands for? I don't think we've ever brought it up uh, well, yeah, the J, my little name, obviously stands for journalist. We talk about it all the time, and um, it's because my parents thought that I was uh, going to be a journalist because I was born with a uh, pocket protector, and, uh, and, you know, what's another thing journalists have? A typewriter. I came out of my mother's vagina with a typewriter.
3: What?
1: A baby-sized one. Right? It wasn't like a, what you're imagining. Oh, so
0: you got that? Michael J. Booya, uh, you got Tommy Loren.
1: You got some great journalists out there. That's right. There are there are some good ones. So um, this week uh, this week has been crazy here in Paso. It's, it's, yeah, the craziest There's A lot of people are saying. Yeah, one of the craziest weeks of the years. I don't know. Ever maybe. I don't know. That's really for you to decide. You decide. You're right. <coughs> yeah. Well, uh, I know that right off the bat we got some news stories, one of which a lot of people in Paso have been seen, and been witnessing, and that is that six people were rescued by helicopter during this recent flu. Yeah. Am uh, I pronouncing that right? Flu? Flu. Flu, yeah. It's like when the water, like... The water levels rise Because of the rain And flash flooding And stuff like that Yeah exactly Everybody knows that Mm -hmm. Yeah for those of you Who aren't local here uh, To our community
0: We live in central California Typically we get Hardly any rain right You you know the rest of the country Is always making fun of us For not having any rain And having a bunch of fires And shit Mm -hmm. We usually once a year Sometimes once every two years We do get hit With an actual storm Where it dumps A significant amount of rain On us And it seems like We're never prepared There's always a lot of fluting um, A lot of A lot of you know damage done a lot of people unprepared for the fluting, and it's that time of year uh we've <coughs> started our big storm um a lot of people are calling it el nino i like, think yeah again? i think they're throwing the el nino word out there yeah i oh, know yeah we hear that term you know i'd say every four years yeah you could say yeah
1: they're all like the boy the boy the boy every like four el years Nino's
0: coming it's gonna be an el nino
1: winner uh-huh. el nino yeah i remember one time it was el nino Oh what like, Oh, Yeah, yeah. Right. I don't even know how that how that works. Or but. was it like was it like a transgender type of situation where El Nino like identified as a girl? The only real El
0: Nino was the ninety six El Nino that started it all. There was no El Nino that I recall before that or after that. I Just a bunch s- of <laughs> empty threats of El Nino. He never came back.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was the one. That's it. So um, there was a there was a lot of flash fluting in the riverbed. The riverbed uh, was evacuated. We have a we have a homeless problem in Paso. There's there's no shelters in the in the city, I believe. Uh, Steve, not that Steve Martin, has turned his back on the homeless. Wait, wait, wait. You mean you mean the the Hollywood actor? No, that's that's why I I prefaced it with not that. So there's Steve Martin, the the gray-haired, looked the same age for the past forty years, star of. Uh, you know uh, everything. Honey, I shrunk the. Ch- no, no, he wasn't in no. that. See, I thought of something that he wasn't in
0: too. Uh, oh, I was thinking of Rick Moranis, but it's also not Rick Moranis. No,
1: not that Rick Moranis, and not no, not Rick, not Rick Moranis, and not that Steve Martin has turned his back on the homeless and said, "Get a job, get a home, get a get a get a tent." No. Get out of the city. Yeah. No camping allowed. No camping. No utilizing the numerous abandoned
0: houses that we have lining some of our streets. Uh-huh. No, no seeking shelter in there. You go and you take your
1: ass down to the riverbed and you live down the riverbed under a bridge. Yep. Like a like the bum that you are. Then the floodwaters come and they say, get out of the riverbed.
0: You get your possessions, you get your
1: dogs, you get your, your can of beans, you take it out of the riverbed. <laughs> and then... Now, so where are they supposed to go? You know, you can't go in the city. You can't go in the river. You right? can't go in the abandoned houses. You can't go in the ba- Yeah, we already... We're that. We're squatting. mm mm-hmm. uh, So, these... Some of these guys uh, decided to stay in the river. that's yeah, all they have. Yeah. They have their whole their whole camp set up. They've got their possessions, you know, probably placed how they want them. Mm-hmm. Their I assume, decorations. I assume what they did was probably build rats, put, you know, barrels underneath them so they would float. They pulled their pants up real high, got ready for the flute with their high waters, and maybe took uh, took the things that they really cared about, hung them up in the trees, like like you know, like to keep it away from bears and water bears and uh, the little microscopic water bears. Then just prepared for the flute. Got ready, waited, the rain came, and for some of them they didn't prepare. So one of these guys actually lost his dog. All right, Pete. A dog died.
0: Rest in peace. A dog died because of not that Steve Martin's negligent. This is basically like uh, Bush era Hurricane Katrina FEMA.
1: Yeah. Where was the helicopters when the dog was dying?
3: Where did he find A little too late,
1: really. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I heard the flooding happened the night yeah. before and the helicopters were out there at like noon. Yeah. Roach clips sent me a video of the whole thing going
0: down. And by the time they were you know dropping somebody in via helicopter to make the save, it was
1: you know long past the point of recovering that dog's life. Mm-hmm. Very true. So, I don't know where I don't know where not that Steve Morgan.
0: I, I have no idea. I mean, time and time again the the man's proven himself in a uh, Frankly, a uh, enemy, nothing sort of an enemy to the to the pet community of Paso Robles by his, you know, his his shelter tactics with the cats and now his inability to get efficient help sent out to the dogs in the riverbed.
1: Mm-hmm. So when <sighs> when you said that Roach Clip sent you a video, are you talking uh, Roach Clip, the young man from the 614 that is a member of the talented group OTG as well as Comrade Camp Affiliate? Yes, Okay, good. I just wanted to make sure. From Columbus, Ohio, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, rapper, SoundCloud rapper. It's the only it's the only Roach clip we talking about. All right, sweet. Um, just so people know. So uh, so yeah, it really was. You know, I I would like to blame to blame the owner of the dog for that dog dying for his negligence, but it really is not that Steve Martin's fault if you really break it all down.
0: Yep, I mean, when you really step back and look at the, the the full perspective of the picture, nine times out of ten, whatever problem you have is going to trace back to not that Steve Martin. I'm sure
1: you can take responsibility yourself. So, in a in a disconnected roundabout kind of way, like domino effect, at some point you could say, "Not that Steve Martin killed the dog." Yeah, yeah sure. Didn't he tell a story that one oh, time? Yeah. About like that? he did kill a dog one time. Or was it a cat? <laughs> I can't remember. He definitely killed an animal. Something. And that reminds me, we have another story from not that Steve Martin. He recently blogged about uh, about some interesting things. He's back at it. We're gonna get to that soon. Uh, before that though, we have uh, another news story at our local high school.
0: Oh yeah. See we, we talked about this on a podcast that ended up being unreleased. By the way, um, I apologize for the lack of episodes. We've been kind of in flux with where we're recording the podcast at and we were trying some uh, a new technique which didn't really pan out. So now we're just doing something real simple which may or may not sound, you know, of, of a certain quality. So um, if it, you know, this isn't up to the normal standards you can expect us to resume uh, you know, the normal sound. Next week, we've yep. got we've got a new a new studio that we're very excited to be moving into. Yeah, we're going to look really official. Uh-huh. Um, you might see some video of us podcasting. Ooh, you might you m- might not. Uh, uh, what's this place called? This place is called Rogue Media. <laughs> you were going to say a fake name. I was going to say a fake name, but it is called Rogue Media. It's a it's a one-stop shop for all your multimedia production needs they do it all whether it's recording music um, any sort of music you know from from literally from mariachi all the way to hip-hop literally <laughs> those are the two things that are being recorded there presently but we can we can accommodate all types of genres uh, we're gonna have a, a full-on podcasting station to where we can you know professionally uh Produce and broadcast podcasts for not just ourselves, but anybody. You know, if you're listening to this, you got an idea for a podcast, you want to lay a little bit of money on the line to make it happen, to bring that to, that, you know, that to fruition, mm-hmm. you're welcome to you get come on recorded,
1: over. get that recorded, edited, and put on iTunes.
0: Yeah. For an additional cost, we may or may not even appear on your podcast. Who yeah, knows? You never know. Who knows? You really know. But so we got that going on. Really, um, any sort of media production and editing that, that one could think of, we're taking on. Mm-hmm.
1: So, um, yeah. So we, uh, so yeah, we are gonna be back at that, and we did talk about that on an episode that we lost. Yeah, yeah. We there's two about, episodes
0: that that we actually lost.
1: We talked about this. We had recorded an episode just a couple days before the national walkout day. That yeah, was the planned. school walkout because of the guns. Uh huh. So everyone was like guns, and other people were like guns, and the guy was like guns. And then they were like, we're going to walk out. And then they said, don't walk out, walk up. Walk up to a loser and be like, hey, man. Yeah, so... Okay, look, this is a point I wanted to make real quick. Yeah. They had, they changed it to National Walk-Up Day. To where, did you see this? And it was something like, walk up to someone that is excluded in class and ask them if they want to sit with you at lunch. Walk up to someone that doesn't have a lot of friends and tell them that you like their shoes or some shit like that. It was like really stupid. See, that's like walk cool. up to a teacher and tell them that you appreciate them. It's cool in theory
0: when you disregard the fact that generally speaking, teenagers are horrible people.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So first of all, most likely when you when you're a kid, more than when you're an adult, but it happens when you're an adult too. I don't know if you've ever tried to be nice to someone that you didn't know, and you're just like, hey man, how are you? I'm Ty. And they are, like, they look at you funny. You know, in high school, you're so concerned with not being
0: bullied and made fun of yourself that, like, any you know, if you see somebody else being, like, made fun of, and, like, even if, you know, deep down you are a solid person, you're you're, no, you're, you're more prone to, like, either getting in on it yourself or, or just not saying anything, you know, mm-hmm. in fear of it bec- you becoming the target.
1: Yeah, it's social suicide. So, I said. mean, that's just not realistic. But, uh... Also, I would kind of feel bad, like say like say, if I was at school, minding my business, having a great day, you know, I, I wasn't the most popular kid when I was younger and, you know, uh, like junior high, didn't have a lot of friends, a little weird, had a couple friends, and uh, watched wrestling a lot, but what if I'm sitting there, it's National Walk-Up Day, and Fucking 30 kids walk up to me and go like, hey man, like your shoes. Hey man, like your shoes. I'm like, okay, well obviously I'm the fucking worst kid in school because everybody thinks I'm the loser. Right. So that would would make it worse. And also, isn't that kind of like
0: swaying the whole cause of the thing? Because I mean... These people were, were walking out about a very specific topic, and you're kind of trying to sway it to, like, oh, let's let's make everybody feel included, which, yeah, I'm all for that, obviously, although I don't see it as being realistic for the reason I just said about teenagers, but, you know, the heart of the matter here was about guns, specifically uh, assault rifles. Yeah. I mean, that's the heart of the matter, and, you know, that's... that's the controversy, but um, basically they weren't allowing the the kids at Robles High School to walk out. They wanted them to
1: do their protests in school at you know at their break and at lunch, mm-hmm. and and they they wanted them to go to some seminar about uh, about bullying or anti-bullying or something like that. So instead of you know like having peace what
0: should have been peaceful protests, you basically you basically trapped. The the protesters and the counter protester kids, you know, in the confined space of the, you know, school grounds and you had these, you know, two extreme you know, polar opposites of each other as far as the political spectrum goes, like clashing uh-huh. and expecting nothing to happen and that was not what happened because, you know, on the one hand you had these kids who feel very strongly that, you know, about the gun issue, about gun control and the you know, the the Seventeen school shoot—is it eighteen now? I literally think it's eighteen school shootings that have happened in America since fucking January. That's crazy. That's yeah. a fucking mind-blowing statistic. I can't—I mean, I heard that and like I had to like look it up, and it's—it's it's true. Yeah. But and then on the other hand, you have these—you know—you you don't want to generalize them as just Republicans, but I mean that's pretty much what it is. You know, like the—they're the, described in this news article that we read about it as kids wearing MAGA hats. And, you know, coming to school with signs that say, black rifles matter. Yeah. Black rifles matter, man. And, like, I was talking about this with my fiancé. Like, I'm not going to force my kid to have any sort of political views. I'll let him formulate that on his own. But what I'm going to try to do is teach him not to be a dick about whatever he believes. Yeah. And that's being a dick. You know what I mean? Rifles are already legal, you know what I mean? Like, you don't need to, like, come... You're just coming... Black Rifles Matter? Like, you're just coming and trying to, like, make somebody feel like shit. And, yeah. and when, when people are being murdered in schools on a regular basis, you're coming to school with a sign that says Black Rifles Matter? That's basically just trying to instigate.
1: Yeah. You're just creating
0: controversy for the wrong reasons. So, um, yeah, as, as you might expect, that caused, you know, several physical fights, during the, the protests at the Paso Robles High School. Yeah,
1: someone filmed it. It went viral. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was basically a brawl
0: and shit. Yeah. I mean, a full-on brawl. So I guess that's what you get when you have a, a, a mayor and a Paso Robles school board that that disregards um, the entire country's social, social temper at the moment uh-huh. and lets
1: that sort of thing go on. Um, and then what did it do? Nothing. Because last Thursday, they had a shelter-in-place at a bunch of schools in Paso, locked all the kids in their rooms because of a gun threat, a vague gun threat on Snapchat, which was a little weird.
0: Yeah, and which you have to do now. Yeah. Frankly, you hate to take anything that seriously, like, oh, a Snapchat post, lock the school down, but that's literally what you have to do, and it's sad, and when when things are that extreme, like, maybe you do have to look at, at gun control, because somehow, more people are having AR-15 rifles than should have AR-15 rifles. Uh-huh. I mean, very few people need a semi-automatic rifle for for anything in their daily life. How many of you motherfuckers are going out hunting? Right? But, uh... And, and doesn't that take the sport out of hunting anyways? Like, isn't hunting supposed to be all about the, the challenge and shit? Like, do you really need a, a semi-automatic rifle to take down a deer? Like, do you need a like? Imagine who goes hunting with an AR-15? Yeah, just rip like, all boom. the, rip all the meat up. <laughs> what the fuck? I mean, anytime I see hunting, you know, like in, in TVs or movie. I, granted, I've never gone hunting, mm-hmm. but um, anytime I've seen it, you know, it's like a single shot rifle, you know, and they're like hiding in the bushes, like getting the perfect shot, waiting for the, the precise moment, and taking their shot, and then boom, it's a single shot takes down the deer. Yep. You know, clean bag it and, you know, you're done.
1: Yeah, I've seen these shows. I've watched Eddie At no Alaska. point
0: have I, have I seen, like... I mean, what the fuck are you hunting? Like, a, a grizzly
1: bear? Is grizzly bear hunting a big thing in America? I don't think it is. Well, I would say that I've been watching uh, Life Below Zero on Netflix, which is a documentary reality show about people that live in Alaska up above the Arctic Circle. And sometimes... The temperature will be like 40 degrees above zero. So it's a little bit it's a little bit of a misnomer. But a lot of times it is below zero. And there's this dude that goes out there hunting, lives by himself. And he has an AR-15 among a bunch of other guns. And he was talking about how it does good in the cold temperature, has a long range. He has a single fire mode on it. So he's not doing fully automatic mode,
0: right? Well, you know what? I'm not, I'm not saying let's let's ban the AR-15. I'm just saying let's let's make it to where like people who need it can get it. And yeah, exactly. People who don't need it
1: can't. I'm just I'm just playing devil's advocate the other side that there are there there are practical oh, hunting uses sure, for sure. It. Absolutely.
0: I mean, if you can prove that you're a hunter that needs a fucking AR-15, I mean, maybe we need to make you know there there be. Stricter, you know, like a second tier hunting license to where, yeah, you like, know, like, just like
1: driver's licenses, you know,
0: yeah, like there's a class A, class A hunting license, class B hunting license that entitles, you know, like you're a professional hunter, mm-hmm. you've been trained to use this gun, you've, you know, passed a more yeah, rigorous background a psychological check. check, exactly, yes.
1: And then you could get you know more because, powerful guns. Yeah, I'm,
0: I'm not saying let's ban guns for everybody. And you know what? Like, there's a big difference between a 22 caliber handgun and a fucking AR-15 semi-automatic yeah. rifle. To
1: for home protection, I mean, we're talking a world of difference here. I think we have the. I think everyone has the right to have a gun. You know, I, what mean, I mean, even shotgun.
0: You know, like at least with a shotgun, like you don't have the. The potential to do so much damage in such a quick period of time You know, like yeah. a shotgun, you're going to have to constantly keep reloading And people are at least going to be have, you know A better
1: chance of running and fucking escaping And if I learn anything from video games Shotguns are like the worst weapon Yeah, you got to gotta close, down. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it really just kind of puts little BBs in them Which is whatever, I've had a BB stuck in me before I could do that But, uh Anyway, school shut down And, you know where where not that Steve Martin was during this shelter in place, did we just solve
0: the entire national gun crisis? I think we did with the tears, and what is not that I mean not that Steve Martin has been radio silent about guns no, he
1: has yeah he has a but, he has this blog that we're gonna get to doesn't bring it up but at all. you
0: know what now that we've addressed it, I suspect we will hear something from not that Steve Martin because as has been a constant theme throughout this entire campaign, which has gone on nine i think we're nine months deep in this now yeah every time we address and tackle a topic a local issue not that steve martin soon after follows suit and um again you you know we have another example um you might remember in the episode of the awesome ties running for mayor youtube series big city haircut we took a trip to the big city where we saw that they had parking castles yeah, five stories of parking glory was what we established. It was parking castles where everybody can park their car and, and nobody's left out, no car left behind. And we suggested that the Paso Robles build, you know, a uh, six stories of parking glory, even make it even, you know, even bigger. The mm-hmm. biggest, the biggest parking monstrosity ever constructed. Well. Several months later, you've got not that Steve Martin um, finally coming out and tackling the topic of parking and addressing building a parking castle.
1: Yeah, let's uh, let's actually get into that. Let's let's play let's play this recording that we have. As always, you know, we do have uh, we've gone over this before. We do have a microphone that we've hidden inside of not that Steve Martin's office. Yeah, we've bugged his office. Uh huh. And illegally
0: wiretapped his. Office. Illegally, yeah.
1: <laughs> and uh, we need to stress that and you know when when he writes these these blog posts and these letters he's the kind of person that you know, talks out loud as he's writing. Well, I, yeah, I mean, like, he we has don't, to work it out. We don't
0: have video on him, but I imagine that he's like he's he's standing there. He's having a, his secretary dictate it on an old fashioned typewriter, mm-hmm. and he's basically standing there with a glass of wine in his hand um, that he's holding effeminately. He's holding it like with his palm up, with the with the you know like glass in the yeah. the yep. Yep, mm-hmm. you know what I'm talking about, and he's pacing back and forth. He's swirling it. Maybe, maybe he's scratching his chin a bit and mm-hmm. and dictating these blog posts, which are then, even though they're going on the internet, the secretary for some reason has to transcribe them on a typewriter, then take them and, you know, re put them on into an email.
1: And I see him real sloppy. Like he has like his like his shirt all the way undone, tie yeah. off. Yeah. Like, jacket undone, wearing, like, a wife beater that's all, like, stained with coffee, and he has, like, suspenders on, like, underneath his shirt. Old people breath popping. Yeah, and he's just like... And uh, probably saying inappropriate things to his secretary. There are a couple things that we... Yeah,
0: I bet he's a close talker, too. You know, I bet he gets right in your your personal space bubble.
1: Yeah. No problem with that. I bet. So uh, so we're going to play this and see what he has. What's on his mind? What are the important issues... not that Steve Martin. We talked about ours. This ought to be good. Yeah, we talked about what we think is important, so here it is.
2: Where are we going? Here is the scoop. WEVE revised and finalized the goal statements for the city following a day-long workshop that drew a large number of citizens from a varied cross-section of the community. It was a very positive process that dovetailed well with our recent citizens' survey.
1: So, uh, so that was a strange way to start this address to the, to the people. We've revised and finalized the goals, statements for the city following a day-long workshop that drew a large number of citizens. So, there was a workshop that happened?
0: I, I was not advised of this. I was not, definitely not issued a, per, a personal invitation as you would assume a prominent mayoral candidate would be. Yeah, right? So, for
1: some reason, we were left in the dark about this and just told about it now. Maybe that happened the, while I was kidnapped. Huh? Wouldn't that be... Con- <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: oh, my goodness.
2: Oh shit. Downtown parking. Good problem. Bad problem. Doesn't Bad problem, Rob. A lot of you in the Citizens Survey and during goal setting said it is a problem.
0: Obviously, it's a problem, you dipshit. Have you ever been downtown? Maybe if you were at your office once in a while, instead of writing bad science fiction novels, you would see that there's nowhere to fucking park within a six block radius of City Hall. He probably has a mayor parking spot. Ignorant. Yeah, yeah, probably, obviously. So why would he bother to open his fucking eyes about his surroundings yeah. and see that nobody else has anywhere to park?
1: You know how, uh, you know how, in the back of City Hall, in the library, right there, there's like that big roll up bay door. I bet that's his personal garage that he yep. parks in. Yep. that he puts his Rolls Royce in, and that way, you know, people never see him, never see where he is. His car—it's probably a driver that pulls him in, so he wouldn't know. He's like, I had to ask. The He's people. Completely out of tune with the common man's problems. He had to ask people if parking is bad. You there? In your own fucking city.
0: I bet. I bet he addressed them as you there. You, you there. there? Hey,
1: boy. <laughs> What day is
0: it? (laughs) Do you own an automobile? (laughs) Boy.
2: (laughs) We're doing something about it. We are reviewing the various parking studies of the past and looking at out-of-the-box solutions to creating more spaces.
1: Okay. Reviewing parking studies of the past and looking at out-of-the-box solutions. What does that even mean? Why wouldn't you just... He's like, what did people do in 1930? <laughs> yeah, all right? And then he was like, huh, let's do something that's never been done before. Why not just build a fucking parking garage?
0: He's like, maybe we'll, have, we'll, we'll level off several city blocks and we will have the world's biggest dirt lot. I could see him doing something like
2: Re-striping that. Three striping projects have already added more than 80 spaces to the downtown. Now we will look at ways to finance a parking structure they said it couldn't be done but as we all know as in we all know the impossible just takes a little more time <laughs> Wait, pause
0: that <there>, pause that <laughs> okay okay <laughs> 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 Where do we even start? First off, well, you added 80 spots. 80 spots is nothing. When you when you look at the the amount of businesses that are being added to the downtown mm-hmm. area, 80 spots in, relative to the amount of businesses that are opening is nothing. So and, don't, don't
1: give yourself a, a pat on the back yeah. for that. And he said that he did it with re-striping projects, which I've heard from a lot of people that live in Paso. The way that they did the restriping is they just passed a law that if there's a, a bicycle in the bicycle lane, that you have to be three feet from the bicycle lane when you pass them, like that passed a couple years ago, and uh, now with the restriping, the bicycle lanes are like way far out. The lanes are smaller, right? And everything's all fucked up, so that they can change everything so can and have add all these the spaces. Side, yeah.
0: Yep. They did it right across the street
1: over at the the little. Um, the little
0: shopping
3: yeah. center
1: across the street from me. So you're forced to break the law yeah. when you drive down that street? Yes. Mm-hmm. which is dangerous and then okay
0: so so next he says that um, building a parking a parking structure a parking castle five stories of parking lot probably less he's probably thinking two stories of parking mm-hmm. two stories of parking Another. mediocrity is what he's talking and that's impossible it's impossible oh but, but here I'm big bad Steve Martin I can, I can accomplish it I just need a little bit longer than the next mayor <laughs> I just need I just need a little bit more resources than yep. than not you know the, your next mayor I I just need a little bit more than than grover time than grover beach mayor yeah. john Scholz my mentor mm-hmm. um I, I just need a little bit more than the next guy no you don't get a little bit more than the next guy because paso robles is no second-rate city paso robles is a, uh, capable of accomplishing everything that that san luis uh-huh. obispo and every Quaker. neighboring community Quaker. that has a parking garage that has five stories of parking glory or more uh-huh. we're capable of that too yep. that is not that is not an impossibility I take great exception to you calling that an impossibility and acting like you're some sort of conquering hero by even considering that. Mm-hmm. The fuck out of here.
1: Yep. So uh <laughs> ridiculous. The impossible just takes a little more time here in Paso. No it doesn't. And that's not impossible. Mhm.
2: The cannabis conversation continues with a recent approval of usage at the state level. It became necessary to reconsider local ordinances. We have been allowing the mobile distribution of medical marijuana products within the city. The new law requires that such services have brick and mortar headquarters to operate legally. We have put an urgency ordinance in place to allow mobile delivery services that meet the city ordinance requirements to continue functioning. We have also initiated a regular ordinance to determine zoning for these brick and mortar facilities. That ordinance will have to go through the Planning Commission and the City Council with the usual opportunity for public input. There will, doubtless, be much more conversation locally as we adapt to a reality where recreational marijuana products are also legal. So, expect a Citizens Task Force to be formed to advise the Council.
0: So, how I take that and this is from you know um, having a, a little bit of information about the whole situation because i do know several people that operate mobile medical dispensaries uh-huh. is that they basically put a restriction into where to operate your mobile dispens- medical dispensary we're not talking recreational at all it's a whole other topic uh, you have to now have a, a certain permit and a, a, as well as a brick and mortar location to you know have as a base for your your business but what he didn't say is that they issued a total of 5 of those licenses out of something like 15 or 20 so they put you just you just shut down you know, 50 or ten or fifteen other local pastorables, tax-paying potentially businesses. Yes, you just put you just put how many people out of work? Not that Steve Martin, but you're trying to spin it to where like you're you're he, he spins that. If you didn't have that information, to where like oh we're being progressive with this, we're we're allowing you know more, we're we're making you know headway here. You're not. And then the whole other thing is that, you know, he tiptoed around the recreation uh, issue is we're going on, what is it, something like a year and a half since Paso Roblo- or Californians legalized recreational marijuana. Yeah. Um... San Luis Obispo County, including Paso Robles and not that Steve Martin, have been ridiculously slow to adapt laws mm-hmm. to to put that forth.
1: Debbie Arnold's been
0: fighting it. They've they've fought it tooth and nail. They've said, well, "Wait, you know, wait a second. Let's see what Jeff Sessions does. You know, maybe if we put it off another couple months, Jeff Sessions will come in with the you know the fucking feds and, and shut all this shit down for us, and we won't have to make uh, policy that that reflects the the California voters' wishes." Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there's, as of now, they've still, um, basically, they've tabled time and time again um, the discussion about recreational dispensaries. And you can't even have recreational delivery services. So what, is that, what option does that leave for people You know, that don't have their medical license to go and get...
1: Yeah, people that voted for this,
0: it passed. So, basically, people have to go and get their, their marijuana off the black market despite California having approved... You know, legal use of recreational marijuana for adults yeah. for that reason to get it off of the black markets, so that create, way you don't have to go to meet create some yeah, shady place. a safe environment, a safe medical product, and to put money back into the schools with tax dollars, tax revenue that can be easily generated here for the city, for the state, for the entire country is just. Well, let's table that discussion until we see
1: what Jeff Sessions does. Yep, says there will be much more conversation locally. So when, he's like this. Gonna when? Gonna I mean, like it, at this point, when? I mean, it's been a year and a half. When are you
0: going to have that discussion? Mm-hmm. It's going to be years, years more. Yeah, and really then a
1: citizen's task force, which
0: we will be on. If you think people are sitting by uh, on their hands waiting for you to give them the go-ahead to buy their recreational cannabis, or <laughs> dead pong, they're getting it from their neighbors. They're getting it from their friends. They're getting it from shady characters they don't know who uh-huh. at that point offer them, hey, I also got some blow. You want yeah. some blow? And then they have to make that decision. And guess what?
1: Not everyone's going to make the decision you want them to there. Yep, and that blows on your hands, not that Steve Martin. Okay, this is my, this is my favorite part.
2: So much happening and so little time to talk about it. But, don't worry, there are more what? Mayor's Blogs on the way. Until next week, blog, here's to you Paso Robles. I'm secretly stealing your money
0: wow wait so first off so much to talk about so little time is that not a cop out of like like getting out of answering any other questions that we may have like <laughs> is there really though is there really so much to talk about in so little time that yeah. you,
1: you have to go mm-hmm. he's like anyway i gotta get out of here but don't worry there's gonna be more mayor's blogs on the way who fucks this guy think he is for once he calls himself the mayor that's, I mean, he's using that term very loosely. It's, mm-hmm. I mean, with him, it's
0: basically a, a, you know, ceremonial title. He's not really out doing any sort
1: of marrying. Yeah, and then until next we blog, here's to you, Pastor Robles. Then he said something at the end. He, something like, about stealing, it. stealing
0: money, right? And that's and, not
1: in the article. I'm looking at the article that that is that was released after this, his blog, and it's not in there. So. This was just on the recording that we got.
0: And that, yes, that we... know. Uh, we obtained this recording. We weren't there firsthand. So we didn't personally witness him say this or... But, I mean, it sure sounds like the same voice saying that he's stealing our money. Something I suspected all of our, all, all along. I mean, I've suspected this man for numerous crimes and co- kidding my own kidnapping and abduction.
1: But... Mm-hmm. Well, uh, you know, the important thing is that you're back and the campaign is still going strong it's still going strong and i think that uh i think that people are ready people are going to be excited for the change when you become mayor and it's time for it's time for the old to get out out with the old in with the new that's what they say right yeah people say that y- yep all right i'm going to say
0: that then yeah you know um sachi texts me and he was like um something about people down at the the pine street saloon were asking them um when we're gonna be back so that's a good sign people are still thinking about us oh yeah yeah good
1: i'm glad so uh yeah season three go and subscribe on the natural habitat podcast youtube channel catch up on the first two seasons there's a total
0: of 20 episodes that you do not want to miss catch up on the whole story it's been a you know a, a crazy story arc it's taking place over these past nine months, so catch up on all that, catch up on all the old podcasts, be sure to like, subscribe, share the podcast with your friends, do all that shit to support us, even though nobody does, you know, you can send us money also, we're gonna have a Patreon uh, soon, where you can get exclusive content and all sorts of freebies by chipping in a few bucks every month, Um, also check out that uh, studio we were talking about, it's called Rogue Media, 825... Riverside, but it is appointment yeah. only. You can look up so, Rogue Media eight hundred five on yep. Instagram and Facebook. Yes, and um, so that's, yeah, that's, that's about it. Mm-hmm. Hey, 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 <laughs> hey, guns. Gun. <laughs>
3: we mm-hmm. to i we'll you.